0: What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate. Berkeley Life's team of nitric oxide experts are dedicated to making products that make these visions a reality. Their once-a-day supplement supports nitric oxide levels in your body. It's one of my personal solutions to better cardiovascular health. You can access it when you head to agewellbl.com Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout. Nitric oxide is a foundational molecule for health and is responsible for supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com/hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com/hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. Agewellbl.com/hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly rundown of all the important health stories of the week. And you can call us, 877-726-8255, gets you into the doctor's office. You can have a personal conversation with me about whatever concerns you. Maybe something in the news, maybe something that afflicts you. 877-726-8255 is the way to get on the air with me. And we got lots to talk about uh, this week. We're going to talk about uh, COVID. We're going to talk about uh, uh, some... Things that relate to the proposed legalization of pot. Yeah, in a lot of states it's happened, but uh, the House just approved a a marijuana uh, legalization and decriminalization bill. Uh, We're going to talk about how um, subsidies for fruits and vegetables could improve the health of Americans. Some stuff on the benefits of olive oil. Lots of stories this week. 877-726-8255. Eight seven 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 two six eight two five five. Also, some prominent celebrity maladies. We'll talk about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith in just a moment. Uh, her medical condition that triggered a meltdown at the Oscars last week, and uh, of course, we're going to talk about Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis uh, this week announced that he will be retiring from acting. Bruce, of course, beloved to many of us as the star of such movies as Pulp Fiction and the Die Hard series and Sixth Sense and many other action movies, uh, has been diagnosed with aphasia. It's a brain condition uh, which leads to problems with speaking, reading, and writing, and It's interesting because uh, lately his career has taken a bit of a downturn because some of the movies that he's appeared in, frankly, have been kind of, kind of mediocre. And uh, his performances have been criticized as being wooden. And part of the reason for that is that uh, he was beginning to suffer from difficulties uh, speaking his lines and remembering his lines. And, as often happens, he was uh, protected because he is an asset and makes a lot of money appearing in movies. But uh, he finally bowed to necessity because he can no longer perform. And the condition that he has, it's unclear what caused it in the case of Bruce Willis. Uh, aphasia, uh, there are a couple of different kinds of aphasia. There's expressive dysphagia, which apparently he has. And there's also receptive dysphagia. Expressive is when you have difficulty talking and formulating sentences and words. And receptive aphasia is when you can talk, you seem to sound normal, but you can't understand. You can't receive speech. But often these are mixed because the brain regions that control uh, expressive and receptive aphasia are close together. Uh, there's what's called Broca's region of the front of the brain, uh, the frontotemporal lobes, uh, which is associated with expressive aphasia, inability to speak. And then there's uh, Wernicke's region, which is the receptive area. Uh, and it, it's interesting because, uh, Various things can trigger this. A stroke that knocks out a certain part of your brain can certainly trigger it. Uh, A brain tumor can cause difficulty with uh, speech and understanding. Uh, Or a head injury or the long-term aftermath of a head injury. Uh, One of the members of uh, the rock group, um, it's, it's sort of a surf group that was popular in the 60s and 70s, Jan and Dean, Uh, I remember them because they did uh, surf music. They were uh, on a par with the Beach Boys in the 1960s and 70s. And uh, Jan of the group uh, had a motor vehicle accident where he suffered from aphasia. But he continued to perform for a long time, but he had to have uh, a lot of help uh, performing on stage. And sometimes he would utter uh, nonsensical statements because uh, he couldn't help it cuz part of his brain that controlled uh, speech was affected uh there can be uh, also uh, in some cases uh, alcoholism will affect part of the brain uh wernicke's encephalopathy is uh related to alcoholism it is sometimes treatable by giving high dose thiamine not sure it would help in the case of uh, Bruce Willis but uh, a brain infection can cause the problem. Encephalitis, a serious uh, viral infection of the brain, like meningitis, uh, can cause that. Uh, Or even some people who have long COVID, they may have, uh, there's definitely uh, some evidence that uh, COVID, even in cases where people aren't hospitalized, can cause neurological damage and accentuate the progression towards uh, dementia and um uh brain fog brain fog common symptom of long COVID. uh but in alzheimer's disease there's often problems with uh, speaking but not necessarily i i know uh several alzheimer's patients and some of them are uh i even have uh people in my family uh who suffer from alzheimer's and they can express themselves fine but they simply can't remember they'll keep Asking, you know, the same questions like, uh, you know, what are you doing this afternoon? And we'll tell them and then I'll say they'll circle back and say, well, what are you doing this afternoon? They just don't remember what they were told just a few moments before. So Alzheimer's disease certainly could be uh, part of the reason why Bruce Willis is having speaking problems. That's more of a global brain problem uh, as opposed to something very localized. There's also an unusual uh, disease uh, which is called primary progressive aphasia. But it's a rare disease which just simply affects the part of the brain that's associated with uh, speech. And there's some thought that it may be hereditary. Uh, one of the interesting things about Bruce Willis's case is that, uh, he was, uh, his own stuntman in a lot of movies. He did some real daredevil stuff, uh, in movies like the Die Hard series and suffered, uh, clearly a lot of head trauma. Uh, there was even a lawsuit about something that happened on a movie set in the early 2000s where uh, they were firing off guns and some cartridges flew through the air and something hit him in the head. And it wasn't clear that that was the proximate cause of his problem, but he certainly has taken some hits to the head. In uh, Pulp Fiction, he was a boxer, uh probably training for his role, he took some hits to the head. Not exactly clear uh, what caused his problem, but uh, we wish him well, and we hope that uh, through speech therapy he can recover some of the ability to speech. That's one of the ways that this is treated. There's no specific treatment for aphasia. Uh, Some of the Nutritional support strategies that we use for Alzheimer's may be beneficial. Hopefully, he's seeing someone who can help him along with that, as uh, stars are wont to do to turn to integrative and natural medical approaches. But uh, that puts a spotlight on a problem that afflicts uh, perhaps uh, a million or two Americans, uh, a subtype of neurodegenerative disease, aphasia. our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine.
1: You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now, remodel your gut. That's right, your gut. You know what that is? That's the
2: sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Sprite gum is part of the Sprite Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products.
0: At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at Clear.com. 877-726-8255, our number. That's 877-726-TALK. And you can call in and appear on the air, pose a question, whatever you like. Uh, this week, uh, the uh, FDA uh, issued an authorization for a second booster dose. That would be a fourth COVID-19 vaccine uh, for individuals over the age of 50 uh, or people who are otherwise immunocompromised. And... Uh, I get a lot of questions from listeners, but also patients in the office saying, you know, should I take the fourth dose? Should I take the fourth dose? And that remains controversial, in my opinion. And there's actually a lot of pushback around the decision uh, because it appears that uh, FDA uh, succumbed to political pressure to make that vaccine recommendation. Now, in spite of the fact that FDA recommends it or this recommends it. People are seeking out a fourth dose. Uh, people who are uh, especially cautious are saying, yeah, I want that. I don't want to get COVID. And especially now that there's some evidence that uh, the BA2 variant of Omicron is, um, well, it's not quite surging. But it's uh, pushing the numbers up a little bit, uh, notwithstanding the fact that hospitalizations and deaths uh, are plateauing or continuing to decrease, uh, it's still going around, still going around. So, uh, I'm reading here from a critique of this uh, decision. Uh, an author named Yaakov Ophir writes, The FDA issued its authorization to administer a second booster dose for older and immunocompromised individuals, in which they state that, quote, a second booster improves protection against severe COVID-19. But he challenges that assertion because the only scientific reference that the FDA invokes in their news release to support their claim is a recent Israeli study that actually did not provide the claimed supporting results. Uh, The study was published last month in the New England Journal of Medicine, And it actually didn't address the question of whether the vaccine prevents severe illness uh, in older or immunocompromised populations. Its findings were used by the authors of the FDA statement to conclude that the second booster, i.e. the fourth vaccination, uh, may have merely marginal benefits. So uh, in that study, The vaccine efficacy against infections, and not necessarily hospitalization or 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 death, but just infections, range from eleven to thirty percent for Moderna's and Pfizer's vaccines, and that is not statistically significant for both vaccines. Uh, So, uh, yeah, um, the suggestion is well, the vaccines may help, but do they really make a difference? And then also, uh, they don't take into account uh, natural immunity. So if you're in a situation where you took the vaccine and then got COVID, as is the case with a lot of people, a lot of people say, well, I took, I dutifully took the vaccine. And then uh, this winter, I, I got Omicron on top of the immunity that I supposedly had. And Many people say, well, yeah, I wasn't that sick. I mean, I felt pretty lousy, but thank goodness I wasn't hospitalized or my life wasn't threatened. So probably the vaccines were efficacious, but Omicron is milder anyway. So, yeah, no question the vaccines do provide some degree of, perfection, of protection. But is a fourth vaccine the answer? And Dr. Marty McCary, who frequently appears in the media, and he's a big deal guy. He's at Johns Hopkins. Uh, he is the former editor of MedPage. And um, a pretty influential and responsible guy. He's not an anti-vaccine guy. He's a pro-vaccine guy. But he questions the necessity of a fourth vaccine, except for people who are, frankly, very immunocompromised, where he says there may be some benefit. But um, he says that uh, uh, McCarry has said, there is no greater slap in the face of science than bypassing the customary FDA external expert voting process over an authorization with insufficient supporting clinical data, it, he says, "It's like a judge issuing a verdict, and then having lawyers make their arguments afterwards." So the, a lot of pressure to fast track the fourth shot, political pressure because we have got to do something, right? We're in the face of COVID, we can't just stand there and do you know do something. Okay, we authorize the fourth dose, and oh by the way, it, you know there's a lot of vaccine. Sitting around, made my Pfizer and Moderna. There's a profit motive involved. Um, but it is unusual and it, it's a feature of the current pandemic that the advice of FDA, which is usually slow and cautious in making recommendations for new medications and our vaccines, and they just blew past FDA and said, let's do this thing. And FDA under pressure said, okay, let's fire away. Um, McCary, in a statement on Tuesday recalled that political interference over boosters by the white house was the issue behind the resignations of two high-level FDA officials last year. They just said this, why are, why are we even deliberating over this? The white house demands that we do this and they're, they're overruling us and making us irrelevant. And so they resigned. Uh, McCary says, there isn't any evidence even that a third dose reduces hospitalization risk, especially in young people who are at low risk anyway and may have already had COVID. 877 726 number. When we return, we'll talk about uh, our other celebrity illness of the week, uh, the case of Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Eight seven 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 two six eight two five five is our number for Intelligent Medicine. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious-tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturefarm.com. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of wild oil of oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Fish oil provides the vital omega 3s EPA and DHA that supports your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra pure omega 3 solutions, including a nutrient dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to VitalNutrients.co. That's VitalNutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra pure omega 3 solutions. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. We're going to take some of your calls momentarily. But uh, uh, another uh, actor who's in the spotlight uh, this week is Jada Pinkett Smith. uh, In light of her husband, Will Smith's uh, uh, much-discussed slap of Chris Rock, uh, following a joke about her hair loss during the Oscar ceremonies, uh, that was quite a moment, and uh, Jada suffers from alopecia areata, so uh, this was um, really shining a spotlight on this uh, condition. Uh, there are actually folks these days who shave their head as a fashion statement, women, like uh, prominent representative Iana Jackson who's got um, kind of that uh, bald-headed look. She rocks that look. So uh, it was unclear whether Chris Rock uh, understood that he was making light of a disability. Uh, alopecia areata is actually a very common disorder that causes hair loss in, in a patchy way. And it's uh, differentiated from alopecia totalis, which is a condition where you have no hair and you have no body hair, and you have no eyebrows and sometimes no eyelashes, and that is a more serious condition. Uh, alopecia areata sometimes uh, comes and goes, and it is an autoimmune condition. In fact, it is sometimes related to uh, other uh, autoimmune conditions like uh, vitiligo and lupus and atopic dermatitis, uh, allergic asthma, uh, Hashimoto's thyroiditis and Graves disease, uh, people with those autoimmune disorders have an increased risk of developing uh, patchy hair loss or alopecia areata. And uh, the way uh, alopecia areata is treated is usually with steroid injections into the scalp. Uh, there are actually uh, other uh, treatments that can be used. Uh, there are uh, various forms of they're actually sort of chemical irritants, and they create a little inflammation, but the inflammation seems to stimulate uh, hair growth. But there are no 100% effective treatment. You can use minoxidil, but that's not very effective. That more is something that treats male pattern baldness, which also can afflict uh, women. So you get a little bit of a response as long as your hair follicles are not completely destroyed. Uh, in alopecia areata, the hair follicles are not destroyed. They're just you know not functioning so there's a chance that they can uh, reawaken uh but so you can get these these painful shots into your scalp you know imagine ooh that's got to hurt probably done it under anesthesia but um you run the risk of uh, steroid associated skin changes so that's not a 100% treatment what's interesting you know some people They have this sort of conspiracy theory that this is all contrived. And I guess that's a possibility because, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock are trained actors, right? So they could pull it off. But it seemed like a spontaneous event. But it does offer a real product placement uh, uh, event or an opportunity for some new therapeutic drugs that will soon come on the market for alopecia areata. Uh, There's a company called Arcutis Biotherapeutics, uh, which I believe is under the umbrella of Pfizer, which, by the way, was a sponsor of the Oscars. You want to go down that conspiracy theory rabbit hole, uh, who is developing a new JAK1 pathway inhibitor. This is a a monoclonal antibody, a biologic medication, and it's uniquely formulated to penetrate levels of the skin, uh, helping to combat the death of the hair follicles that occurs in alopecia areata and there's some other drugs there's Eli Lilly's uh Olumiant drug uh which showed regrowth of eyebrow eyelash and scalp hair at 75% of participants i don't think that's a topical drug i think it's an oral drug and um, another company called Anaptis Bios uh phase 2 randomized double blind placebo controlled study uh, which um, works against programmed cell death, uh, which may be a cause of alopecia areata, and They're concluding their study uh, soon in 2022. Uh, so uh, there, there's, there are a bunch of companies that are working on this because this is not an uncommon disorder. It affects uh, one in every 500 to 1,000 people in the U.S., and uh, there's going to be a market for some of these uh, therapies. So, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists, uh, you can uh, go down that pathway and say that this was a a staged event to heighten awareness of the condition of alopecia areata. All right, this item. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects that our bodies need. So let me tell you of a brand-new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. It's Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health is four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, along with black peppercorn. And it contains high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. And it's got anti-inflammatory properties. Delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information to order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216. Or, go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Okay, so... 877-726-8255 877-726-8255 is our number. That number available to you 24-7. So if you don't get an opportunity to call during the program while we're on the air, you can call any time of the week, and you can pose a question, as did this individual. Let's hear it. I wondered what you thought of Stevia as a sugar substitute. Uh, does, is that okay healthy, or is that not healthy either? Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay. You know, stevia is a, is a natural sweetener. And actually, it used to be available just like Stevia Leaf or Stevia Extract, but it's actually uh, been mainstreamed in products like Truvia, uh, which is now popular as a sweetener in you know, just regular conventional supermarket variety, artificially sweetened drinks and foods. And uh, it's zero calorie. Uh, it is. Tastes sweet, but some people complain that it has a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. Uh, I use stevia in a product called reacted magnesium. I It's a powder, and I put it into my tart cherry juice, which tends to be tart. <laughs> and to take the edge off the tartness, I put a little magnesium sweetened with stevia in there. And it, it tastes great. It's It works well in lemonade, too. You just uh, use some uh, lemon extract or squeeze some lemons, uh, which tends to be very sour. And then you add a little bit of that, and it sweetens it very nicely without any caloric impact. Uh, it's um, generally recognized as safe, and it's been approved for you. Uh, but some concerns have been raised about too much uh, stevia. Uh, stevia... You know, anything that you introduce in the gastrointestinal tract that's a little artificial can sometimes uh, disrupt the microbiome. And some people complain that when they take stevia, they get uh, more gas and bloating. There's one study, it was an animal study in mice, that found that feeding stevia at high doses uh, can uh, create some inflammation in the liver and kidneys. It's not exactly clear uh, whether this will cause organ damage or has health consequences for humans, but I think it'd be hard for humans to consume such astronomical amounts of uh, stevia. So the other issue with stevia is that, frankly, it kind of perpetuates a craving for sweets, right? Because, you know, if you are trying to get rid of your sweet tooth and you keep using something to taste sweets, that tastes sweet, that tastes sweet. Uh, you're going to continue to crave sweets, even if it's non-caloric. And that appears to be something that happens with other uh, synthetic sweeteners, like NutraSweet and Splenda, is that it perpetuates the craving. You don't really lose your sweet tooth, and that could be a potential issue uh, for stevia. But hey, we all need a little sweetness in our life, and I don't mind using that uh, occasionally and recommend it for my patients, as long as they don't uh, overdose on it. 877-726-8255 is our number. And um, there's something interesting happening um, on the mask front. You know, a lot of controversy about masks because masks, for some people, is a sign of submission to government control. Uh, other people are for masking because notwithstanding the fact that it's not perfect. I mean, we all have to acknowledge that masks are an incomplete barrier against viruses. So, you know, maybe, just maybe it offers some protection. And there's a lot of fighting about masking kids in school and masking people indoors. And it's taken on a decided political flavor. You know, so you're on one side of the fence. You say, let's get rid of masks. And the other side of the fence is like, let's keep wearing masks. And um, it may be a form of virtue signaling uh, to keep wearing masks. But interesting little sidelight here reported on the Wall Street Journal. Allergy sufferers are sticking sticking with masks. Now, if outside this time of year, there's a lot of pollen floating around. And if you go park your car outside, especially if you're in a tree-lined residential neighborhood, you go check out your car in the morning, you could run your finger across the surface of your car and there's this green powder on your car and that's pollen and you're breathing it in and inhaling it. And those particles, relative to the size of viral particles, are actually pretty big. Uh, The argument is that masks, especially cloth masks, are fairly porous. You can breathe through them, and the mesh will allow tiny viral particles to penetrate. But the mask may be pretty good when it comes to pollen. So they say uh many of the country's last remaining mask mandates end this month. One group says they'll keep wearing them indefinitely, people with uh people with um uh bad allergies. And that recommendation is supported by many allergists who say both research and their own experience has them recommending masks when pollen levels are high. In one 2020 study in Israel, 42% of 215 nurses reported less sneezing. And other moderate symptoms of seasonal allergies after wearing surgical and N95 masks for one week, um, they say here on windy days if you have to stay outside, wear a mask. This is uh, Doctor Sunil Pereira quoted in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, it's cheap, and you don't have to buy. Uh, you, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to buy a um, like a, a respirator. So. Uh, anyway uh (laughs) it provides uh an additional rationale for some people keep wearing you know i wonder like people walking around outside why are they wearing masks well number one it's been really cold here in new york unusually cold in the early part of the spring and maybe just maybe people are cold so they like rebreathing their own air which warms their face and maybe some of these people are Trying to fend off spring allergies. There may be an ancillary benefit, not necessarily against uh, COVID, because some studies suggest that you breathe around most masks or you breathe through most masks, and the virus can penetrate uh, or you can expel viral particles if you're infected. So that rationale kind of may fall by the wayside. But when it comes to allergy, there may indeed be a benefit. (laughs) Interesting sidelight. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine.
2: The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract.
0: to sign up for your free full script account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877 726 our number. And here's a study that informs our discussion about uh, natural immunity because uh, natural immunity tended to be... Poo-poo, didn't talk about that too much because uh it was all about taking the vaccines and the boosters. But many people uh have had COVID. An estimated uh seventy plus uh percent of people here in New York City have been exposed to COVID, uh whether it with asymptomatic infections or whether they knew they had it. Uh, And it's probably vastly underreported because not everybody who was sick uh, got tested. And, you know, a lot of people tested at home and never reported the results of their tests. So uh, this study uh, comes to us uh, from The Lancet. Uh, It looks at people a year after infection with the coronavirus. Uh, They tend to measure antibodies to see if you still have immunity. And so when you get tested for antibodies, if you've not had a vaccine, it's likely that you have low antibodies or negligible antibodies, even after infection. They tend to wane after a few months. But according to the study, the immune system continues to remember the virus. The memory resides in memory B cells and memory T cells. And it turns out that in everyone in this study regardless of age or severity of the original infection, uh, including patients who'd lost their neutralizing antibodies, in other words, they tested negative for uh, antibodies to COVID, Uh, they still had memory B cells and memory T cell responses that were not disrupted by new variants. So uh, the researchers conclude that Current SARS-CoV vaccines are mainly focused on neutralizing antibodies. We want to get those antibodies up. But the data underlines the importance of something else. Broad B-cell and T-cell immunity that is not readily amenable to testing uh, that uh, confers some degree of protection, at least, against subsequent infections. I want to share something that I feel particularly excited about. Uh, intelligent medicine is sponsored in part by Chromadex, providing healthcare practitioners with a clinically proven vital resource to increase your patient's levels of NAD. That's a critical healthy living molecule. NAD works at the cellular level to fuel energy production in the mitochondria. It supports some 500 enzymatic pathways in the body. But there are many factors that can cause NAD levels to drop, such as poor diet, alcohol consumption, lack of sleep, immune stress, overtraining, excess sun exposure and stress. So it's important to supplement NAD reserves. And fortunately, there's a patented NAD precursor called Niagen, or nicotinamide riboside, which is the active ingredient in the cellular support supplement True Niagen Pro. Backed by nearly a 100 published papers and multiple human studies, TrueNiagen Pro can safely and effectively elevate your patient's NAD levels. In fact, Niagen is clinically proven to be safe, well-tolerated, and effective in boosting NAD. TrueNiagen Pro gives hard-working cells exactly what they need to perform at their best. To learn more about the research behind TrueNiagen Pro or to order, visit pro.trueniagen.com. That's true spelled T-R-U. Pro.TrueNiagen.com, and from now until June 30th, practitioners can get 10% off with coupon code hoffman 10 TrueNiagen Pro is cellular defense for life. And now, more on those boosters. Uh, at first, what they said is, look, you took the Pfizer, stick with the Pfizer. You took the Moderna, stick with the Moderna. And then, they said, well, you know, in view of the fact that we don't know, and some there may be some greater availability of one or the other, uh you can mix and match. Well turns out, and this isn't one of the other fallacies that has been overturned by COVID, is that mixing and matching may actually be better than taking the same vaccine over and over. According to researchers, you can diversify your immune response as much as possible and get more protective immunity when you mix the vaccine. So the vaccine is slightly different. Uh, the uh, Moderna vaccine looks a little bit better for IgA or mucosal immunity. That's in your nose, nasal passage, and respiratory tract. And um, the um, Pfizer uh, seems to work more against, you know, for systemic immunity. So, yeah, maybe mix and match is a good idea after all. 877 726
1: You remodel your kitchen. You remodel your bathroom. Now remodel your gut. That's right, your gut.